Welcome to the Be Podcast with Tiff and Kara, a podcast where you can come real, be inspired, and leave encouraged. Now, let's get to the conversation. Here's Tiff and Kara. Hello, everybody. Hey. We are so excited to be back with you. We are chatting about community today, Mm, and it's going to be great. And the first thing I think of when I think of community is the show Friends. Kara, are you a Friends lover? I am a Friends lover. There should be like a a term for like people who like the friend who like Friends. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm okay. just saying that there should we'll be one. We'll come up with that later. <laughs> um love Friends. Who's your favorite character? Um Ross, for sure Ross. I don't know why I hesitated. Okay. Is it because you identify with the character or you just think they're funny? I just think he's funny. I just, okay. like, I kind of feel for him, you know? Like, okay. yeah. he's got this, like, sensi- sensitivity about him. Yeah, he likes um, He has a hard time. <laughs> he has a hard time just kind of saying what he wants to say sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like him. What about you? <laughs> I like Chandler. <laughs> he's good. He's I good just one. feel like I relate to him in that I'm very sarcastic mm-hmm. and I am sarcastic in the way that I talk a lot. Yeah. And so I just feel like I connect with him. That's great. And the line where he's like, I'm not great at advice, but can I offer you a sarcastic comment? And I was like... I feel that. I always (laughs) offer it at the wrong time. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, I sorry. I can be serious. (laughs) That's great. I think my favorite scene in Friends is when um, Ross is on that date with whoever he's on that date with. I don't remember. Um, but he's wearing the leather pants mm. and he gets too hot. And so he goes into the bathroom <laughs> and he's trying to like cool himself he's down. Like calling Joey. Yes. Joey's no help. <laughs> he pulls down his pants and he's like putting lotion on his legs or something. And the powder. Yes. And then he tries to pull him up. His hand slips. He smacks himself in the face. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Also before when they're on the couch and he like moves and it like makes that noise. Yes. And she like looks at him and yeah, that's great. Like it's my pants. That's a great episode. Oh, it's so good. Yes. So good. So anyway, Friends. Okay. I think about that show, and you think about, like, this group of friends. Yes. <laughs> um, They all live next to each other. Some of them live together, but they live above this cute coffee shop, and it's like they have this picturesque community. Yeah. Like It's so idyllic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And... When I watch that, I'm like, okay, I want community like that. Like, can we all just live together right? yes. and live above this cute little coffee shop, espresso shop or something? Yeah. Um, Next door. Yes. And, like, create that same community. But well, yeah. in real life, that's not really, I like, that's not going to happen. Right? That's not yeah. real. I don't know anybody whose life is, like, living on friends. Yeah. It's just... It's simply not how it is. What does community look like for just the average person? Yeah. I think it looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about what we think true community is. Yeah. But know that it's not... If, if your community doesn't look like what we're talking about exactly, that doesn't mean that it's not community. Right. Yeah, it's, that's good. It's... Yeah. It depends on your life and where your community is at. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Anyway, all that to say, what is community? How would you, how do we define it? How do we say what it actually is? Yeah. I mean, community is a place where you should feel encouraged. For sure. A place where you should find accountability. 
Mm-hmm. People that are going to hold you to what you say in a loving way and sometimes in a harsh way. Yeah. Too. When you need it. Yeah. And people that are going to speak truth to you. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I agree with all those things. I think it should also be fun. Yes. I think you yeah. should want to be around those people. Yeah. But it also makes me think about, you know, just in the sense of community and friends and being together. That verse in Hebrews, mm-hmm. Hebrews ten twenty four to 25, where it just talks about, it says, let us consider how we may spur or motivate one another on towards love and good deeds, yeah. not giving up meeting together as some are in their habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Yeah. And I think sometimes you go through seasons of life where it feels safer and more comfortable to withdraw Mm -hmm. but it's so important that you press in and you lean in to Mm -hmm. those relationships that you have because it should be encouraging and if your community is encouraging then they're going to be right there to help you yeah absolutely absolutely and I think that when you are intentional Mm -hmm. about about leaning in like what you were just saying like when we're intentional we are going to we're going to gain from that. Does that make sense? Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, if you invest in it, you're going to get something in return. And yeah. so as as you're thinking about your community, you know, just thinking about am I being vulnerable or am I am I am I giving in what I want to get out? Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that it's not you know, just you receiving everything, you know, all the benefits of a friendship Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. the other person, but that it should be reciprocal. Yeah. You know, and there's also that verse in the Bible where it talks about as iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. Yes. And that's exactly what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. where it does have to be a give and take. Yeah. That you have to be that person for them so that they also will want to be that person Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. So how do we create this type of community that we're talking about and encouraging, um, full of accountability, fun, Mm -hmm. um, intentional place where there's growth, but it's challenging. Like, how do we create this? Yeah. That's a big question. It's a big question. (laughs) I feel like that's a question that never goes away either. Yeah, I think you're right. But so first of all, in attempting to answer this question, Mm -hmm. I just feel like we need to say that community doesn't always look like you going to Bible study with a group of ladies. Yeah. Or it's it's not, you know, we're not saying that community always has to be a spiritual activity. Mm-hmm. But it can be people from your work. Yeah. People that you have known for a long time. Maybe those are those people are your community. And yeah. so I just need to say, you know, that it's we're not even though we're referencing scripture and we're talking about the biblical evidence for community, Mm -hmm. we're not saying that community can only be, we need to hold hands and sing Kumbaya after we read the Psalms together. (laughs) Just saying. That's so good. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. I think that we talked about this a little bit, just being intentional, being vulnerable, but, um, that really is the only way that you're going to really create a real community. You know, like you could walk around and like be a part of a life group or be a part of a team or whatever. But if mm-hmm. you're not really being you and really sharing and doing life with people. Yeah. It's not really a community. So, yeah, 
I think just being intentional, being vulnerable. I think about Dr. Henry Cloud. He wrote this book called The Power of the Other, but he's also done a few talks on the topic of just how how your friends influence you, the influence that your friends have on you. Yeah. Um, and toxic friendships and how those influence you. And, um, and so I think that when you're thinking about your community and you're trying to be vulnerable and intentional, really reflecting and thinking about who are my friends, who do I call my community Mm -hmm. and is that a healthy community? Is that somewhere I can be vulnerable? Yeah. Um, so that I can get the most out of these people that are in my life. Yeah. And I think when you say being intentional, for me, that means a couple different things. Mm-hmm. One, being intentional, intentional about who you're choosing to be in your community. Yes. You know, I think our community is should be a select group of people that we have really thought about who I'm letting into my life. Yes. Who I'm letting speak into my life. And then are they speaking truth? Are they speaking the things that I want them to speak into? Are they being encouraging? And so we need to be intentional in that way. But also, I think, being intentional about how we go about our friendships. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, that is that has multiple meanings. Yeah. That, first of all, I need to step in and know who I'm choosing. But also, once I've chosen that person, that's not where the friendship stops that it's it's something that you need to keep working towards and you need to be intentional about connecting with them and encouraging them so that then you establish that relationship where they can then encourage you when you need it too that's so good I think about like as a kid middle school high school even I really struggled to find true friendship Hmm. Like I was always looking for the cool person to be my friend or whatever. And so I was just trying to fit in instead of aligning like my priorities to their priorities, like, like making sure that they match, like having similar values. I was more focused on, are you cool? Cause I want to hang out with you. And then it just wouldn't work out because that's not, that's not what friendship looks like. That's not what community looks like. Um, yeah, just making sure that your values are the same, your priorities line up because that's just a natural community. Like it's just going to work. It just functions well together. Yeah. And if your, if your priorities are different, then it's always going to be like a battle and a conflict in, you know, if your community or your priority is being at church and theirs isn't, Mm -hmm. you know, well on Sundays they want to hang out and do something, but you're struggling then to keep your priority where you want it to be because you're also trying to match theirs. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important for sure. Yeah. I think sometimes we, we can struggle to find the right community Mm -hmm. because we're not aligning those things, but also it's, it's a personal issue of laying down our pride or our insecurity of not wanting to open ourselves up Mm -hmm. to receive the help or the love or whatever that we really need. Yeah. Um, and that's a pride issue. Like I've walked through that. Yeah. Um, and I still have to like check myself. Like, am I saying no, because I really don't want that. Or am I saying no out of a pride or insecurity? So to be more specific. Yeah. Um, 
I have like a lot of children. <laughs> you do have a lot of children. <laughs> I have five kids. <laughs> They're great though. They are. I love them. And when I had my first kid, things did not go as planned like at all. And I needed a lot of help, like a mm-hmm. lot of physical help to get up, to walk around. I used a walker. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't do anything really on my own. I mean, my mother-in-law had to help me get in and out of the shower. Yeah. It was really hard. And it was really hard for me to receive that help. Yeah. Um, and that was my community after I had my first son was my mom, my husband's mom and my husband. Like that was my close community. Yeah. And just receiving that help, like laying down my pride, like I cannot do this by myself. So I have to be vulnerable. And that was like a real vulnerability. Yeah. And um, anyway, so then like over time now I've had four more children (laughs) and it's a little bit easier to receive that help. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting better at laying down my pride of thinking like I could do this by myself. I've done this before. Like I've got this. Yeah. But it still is a battle for me to say, yes, I do need help. And it doesn't mean that I have an issue or that I'm insecure. I'm just relying on my community. Yep. That I really believe God has placed in my life for the this season. Yeah. And and so by me saying, yes, I'll let you help me, I'm not robbing them of an opportunity to serve me. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I think you were talking about how it's become easier for you to accept that help. Yeah. But I've also noticed that you also initiate that. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously close friends we're friends <laughs> just friends no we're good friends we're okay. great friends okay. Sarah. <laughs> sorry oh, we had a moment we're fine it's, it's okay fine. we're good anyway when you had um your last son before mm. you know i remember you you telling me and you're like okay when we come home feel free to come over whenever you want because yeah. i'm gonna need you yes and i think that just shows the growth in you realizing yeah. I do need help and I do need, even if, I mean, I just held the baby Yeah, and I, I didn't feel like I was doing a lot, but I was another person that was there. Yeah. And I think that's, that's also important that Mm -hmm. when you're talking about giving people the opportunities to serve you, sometimes it's, Hey, will you just come sit with me Mm -hmm. just so that I'm not alone, Yeah, you know, while I'm thinking or while I'm processing something. And so it doesn't always mean you have to cook this huge meal or mm. you have to bless them financially or whatever. It can just me. It can just be, will you just come hang out? Will yeah. you watch a TV show with me so that I just have the presence of someone else with me? Yeah. Community just looks different it in does. different seasons of your life and, and sure. what you need. And, and I think that that's just the beauty of community. Yeah. It just molds and, moves in what you need but you have to have have it you have to be vulnerable and you have to just start working on fostering that and building that community yeah I think also another note on on vulnerability that's something that I've learned I was I mean I always had people around or I always had friends Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until I realized that I had to be vulnerable and I think also it was it was I got to a point in my life where I was walking through something that was really hard and it just became like it just felt too much. And I was mm-hmm. like, I just need 
someone else to come hold this with me. Yes. And when I realized that being vulnerable meant that I grew in relationship with someone, it it changed what community meant for me. It wasn't just, oh, yeah, I have friends that I can call or we we hang out. Mm -hmm. It was no, like, they know what's going on in my in my mind and in my heart that I'm not telling everyone else. And they, you know, send me encouraging messages or they're with me. You know, they're there to pray with me. Mm-hmm. And so I think I like that you said how community just molds and changes. Mm-hmm. And I think it grows even deeper when you do open up and you yeah. are vulnerable and you do share those thoughts that you're not telling everyone else around yeah. you. Yeah. So who, Kara, for you models community? You do. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. When I first learned about life groups or came to know what life groups were, it was your life group. Mm. And it was a group of, of ladies who, I mean, we got together and, yeah, we talked about the sermon, but it was also, it, it immediately felt like it was a safe place and people were sharing vulnerable things like that. Yeah, Like we talked about in the calling episode, you yeah. were great at connecting with people. <laughs> And so you you make those connections and you create places that are safe. And I've learned how to do that from you. Oh, I love this. We're just going to cry on this episode. It's so fine. You're crying with us. <laughs> it's so good. What about so you? Good. Do you have someone who you look to? I think community? for me, um, one person comes to mind specifically, and it's because of the questions she would always ask me. Mm, yeah, um, that's good. They don't even live here anymore. Yeah. She would text me almost every week. Hey, I'm at Walmart. Do you need anything? Hmm. Or, hey, um, I'm not working as much this week. Can I help you with anything? Do you want to send your kids down? She was always asking, how can I serve you? Yeah. And that's so good. That's that's what community is. It's just being there for people. And I knew that if I needed something, I could call out and ask her. Yeah. Um, but she was always just putting herself out there for me. And I just really appreciate that. And I honestly don't even know if I've even told her how much I appreciated. You should tell her. That about her. And I need to tell her. I'll tell her. I'll share this episode with her and I'll tell her. <laughs> no, yeah. She is just really, really good at that. I think she she knows what community looks like. Yeah. She did a good job. Yeah. So now that we've kind of talked with that with us, mm-hmm. my question to our listeners what area do you see, do you have community in? Mm-hmm. What, you know, is it, is it school? Mm-hmm. Is it the people that you work with? Is it the people at church, your small group or your life group? Yeah. Where is it that you see community? And then also a follow-up to that would be, how can you make that community healthier? Or yeah. how can you deepen those relationships that you have? in a in a healthy way in a life-giving way that so that your community then is encouraging and it's vulnerable yeah. and it's intentional and it's account accountable they're holding mm-hmm. you you know they're holding you accountable yeah it's a great question <clears throat> it's a hard one it's a hard one but it's good because i think it it's gonna maybe present itself in a way that challenges you yeah um in a really good way it's gonna push us to maybe maybe get rid of toxic friendships and start looking searching for healthy friendships yeah. that we can 
yeah, really start developing our community around. That's something else. Can we talk about it for a second? Yeah, sure. Toxic relationships. Yeah. I think we just need to, sometimes we just have to give ourselves permission that if we're in a friendship or a relationship or we have community and it's, and it is toxic mm-hmm. and it's not encouraging and it feels more draining than life giving, mm-hmm. it's okay to walk away. Yeah. When you're making a friend or you're building community, take off the pressure that you're making a friend for life. Yes. Because that's just so not true. It's not. I think in certain seasons of our life, you have a group of people. You have a community who are what you need during that time. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that they have to walk with you into every single season of your life. Yeah. And that if you if you do realize that something is toxic, it's really hard. But it's something that you need to do to become a healthier you. Mm-hmm. And if you are on the journey to health in every aspect of your life, mm-hmm. that means walking away from toxic relationships. It's good. And not just like a, what is it called? Ghosting when you just like yeah. stop talking to them. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> As is our tradition. Yes. With our episodes yes. of the B podcast. We, we have a B word. The B podcast. We are. And so I think our B word this episode, this week, should be be vulnerable. It's good. Be vulnerable in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Be vulnerable in a way that brings growth. Yes. That... You know, you're opening up and you're letting people in yeah. to serve you and to love you and to mm-hmm. encourage you and to speak truth into you. Yeah. It's not, don't, don't be surface level. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be a little vulnerable. So how are you going to be vulnerable? Well, thanks for asking, Tiff. <laughs> you're welcome, Kara. <laughs> so I've, I've recently started this thing and I found that it is really healthy and really life-giving so I have a friend and I mean she is in my community Mm -hmm. and she is we've talked about a lot of stuff and she knows you know stuff in my life but there are a couple things that I've just walked through that were really heavy Mm -hmm. and took a lot you know of my thoughts they were always in my mind and I was always thinking about them and I am someone who (laughs) I don't I hate conflict and so even in a conversation, hmm. if, if I am talking about something and it's going to feel like a problem for the other person, I'm like, oh, then I'll just walk away stuff that down <laughs> and not bring that up. Yeah. But I've realized then that the more that I do that, it's just like mounting into like a volcano mm. and it all yes. just comes out. Uh-oh. So I'm trying to be better. Yeah. In being better and being vulnerable, when I'm thinking about that thing that I need to talk about. And it's just weighing really heavy. I will shoot her a text and I'm like, hey, when we meet up for our weekly coffee, will you ask me about that? Because Mm -hmm. if you don't ask me about it, I'm not going to bring it up. And this is something that I really need to talk through with someone. And I really need you to like speak into and help me process it. And like a true friend, she holds me accountable. And so the next time we had coffee, she goes, okay, tell me about whatever I told her to tell me about Mm -hmm. or to ask me about. And then it gave me a chance. She was inviting me to talk about it. And I didn't have to feel like I was bothering her with my problems. That's good. Because it felt like she wanted to know about it. Yeah. And so that just opened up communication in a healthier way for me that I felt it was easier to talk about. That's good. I love that. I think for me, it's just giving myself 
permission to ask for help. Yeah. Is that, so I'm, I just need to be more vulnerable. And I know that I said it's easier for me to lay down my pride and say, yes, I need help. But it's still, I got to catch myself. Yeah. You know, or my husband will say, like, how was your day? I'm like, it was fine. It was great. You know, but if I want to be vulnerable, I need to just be like, hey, actually, like, this is, this is what happened. This is what I need, you know? Yeah. yeah. So just giving myself permission to be vulnerable and just say what I need. That's good. Thanks for tuning in today. The music in the background is from our friend, Rascal Martinez. This is from his latest album, Hard Love, and it is so good. Go give his music a listen on Spotify and then give him a follow on Instagram at rascal.martinez. Make sure you subscribe to the pod wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode from us. This week, we'd love to hear how you're going to be more vulnerable in your community. Let us know on Instagram at the B pod. See you next time.